This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I get depressed every time I look over and RJ's using those little coffee Those cups. little pathetic cups. Yeah. He's got two now. What if he has a stalker kind of watching you and noticing everything that was happening and then stole your mug and using it for shower, you know, purposes <laughs> or something like that? Would that kind of thing horrify you or would you think to yourself, you know what, look at me now. I've made it. It's a nice little feather in the cap, I think. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. We had a guy when I worked as janitor, so we kept drinking all our drinks. So what we did is we peed in ESPN. This is a good song. Sing it, come on. I don't know the words. words. I don't know the words well enough. I don't know them well enough. You know the beginning. I'm not going to embarrass myself. Come on. This is something called Mary. Something about Mary. You should know the words to this. I know it, but I I don't know every single word. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to let you pressure me. Did you not just say, RJ, did you not say earlier he would sing? Did you build the Estadio uh, Olimpico? <laughs> no, just down the street, the Celinto Cateyente. <laughs> Terrific movie. Brett Favre in that movie. That's one of my favorite lines in the movie right there. You built the Stadio I, lo- I love it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Matt goodness. Dillon, comedy genius. Why don't you sing that song later in the show? What? Build oh, me a buttercup. Come on. I'd have to look at the words, really do a little study. Yeah, it's fine. You got, got time. Got, no, I don't you know. Got I, got, I got to prepare for Stump Rothenberg, 745. Uh, <laughs> what? Archie, did you see what he just said? He's got to prepare for Stump Rothenberg. What, what is it? What is that? What, what, what is that? Yeah, you don't Did prepare you hear for anything. Prepare? What do you mean I don't prepare? My life is preparation. Yeah, you See, show up. You guys look at what I do on this show and think I just walk in here having no idea of anything that's going to happen. My entire lifestyle is a preparation. I'm scouring the, the interwebs at all. I, I might join an underground web parlor just so I'm bringing the A-level material to this show. All right. Well, you better be good today then. I have high expectations. I mean, who knows? Don't embarrass yourself. I mean, if the questions are great, maybe I'll be great. I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. Yeah. So bring your A-game. I'm going to try to bring my Make A-game. this an enjoyable stump Wednesday. Okay. I mean, he's got stuff you missed. Why don't you put pressure well, on him? Because he's prepared. The stuff I, you missed yeah. is already done. I think we got to just call it what it is. What is it? You've been taken by the tennis. The tennis is back. We haven't had this problem in a while. What's the problem? I don't, just don't know if you're fully with us right now. I'm, what are you talking about? He hasn't even complained one time that I'm fully You're not engaged. It's actually because I'm paying attention to the tennis. Right <laughs> it's good tennis. <laughs> it is. It's real good tennis. It is good tennis. Let's go. Focus. Come on. I'm very focused. Focus. Where, where do you want to go? Wherever you want. Well, you want to go football? You want to go uh, Highlight? Where do you want to go? Uh, well, no, Highlight, no. no. I think people want to hear about Highlight. Cassie's dad was big in Highlight. They used to gamble a lot on big Highlight. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Let's listen to a little bit from uh, some of the particulars uh, with what's going on in the NFL coaching carousel. Well, firstly, before we even hear, Falcons are in, in play on two big-time yep. coach, right? So they met with Harbaugh and they met with Belichick. I would imagine that those guys are not taking meetings just to take meetings. I would have to think that at that level, if, if you get – the priority to talk to one of those guys, there probably there's probably some interest in them going to take that job. Right. I also think it's, uh, I mean, to the benefit of probably Harbaugh, too, I mean, to have multiple teams that are interested. Right? Like, I mean, if you're, I mean, if, if you want the Chargers job, but, you know, the Falcons also want you, that's only going to make you more valuable to the Chargers. But wouldn't you think that almost any team would want Harbaugh? Well, I don't know. It depends on how his meeting goes. 
I mean, he's kind of a weird guy. A weird guy. I don't care. Guy wins every single right, but place any he person, goes to. Right. Any any successful coach you talk to, they always say this. I heard this the other day too. They said, "What are the?" This might have been on the McAfee show. I heard where they said, "Like the what are the when you're when you're a head coach looking to take a job somewhere, what are the three most important things?" And they said, "Owner, right. owner, owner." It's all about the owner, right? So it's like you're taking these meetings too to kind of you're you're also interviewing the team. Sure. When when you're Ben Johnson, well, I mean, he's pretty big commodity now. But when you're Jim Harbaugh, you're interviewing the owner as much as you're being interviewed by the owner. When you're Bill Belichick, I mean, Belichick, Harbaugh, they're going to get jobs. The question is, which job are they going to take? They're not, they're not fighting and scrapping to get one of no. these, these employment No, no. they jobs. want to make sure their that next job is the right job. Right. So you also want to, I mean, you want to get an idea of what the what their plan is. Right? Like if you're taking, I mean, if you're going to take the Dallas job, if that becomes available, what are we doing? At, what are the Cowboys doing? What are we doing at quarterback? What are the Cowboys doing? I don't know. Maybe going back channels. Like, are you interested in the job before like before we fire Mike McCarthy? You're going to lose out on, on both the Belichick. I'm no, you don't know you, that yet. Oh, I'm, you're not going to be able to sit here and wait forever. No, but I think there's, uh, what's the rule, RJ? They have to wait till when? After the after this week's after this week's games? Yeah, I think if you're you mean if you're still in? No, I just think in general. I don't think anyone can get So I, you guys can't get hired until next week? I think oh, to the announced. end of this. I think they were trying to slow it down. I think it's the end of this weekend. Well the whole thing is ridiculous. The fact that assistant coaches can't always interview and, and you can block guys. Like it just so you get punished for having your team go further in the postseason is what happens. Uh, yeah, well, that's I think that's the problem a lot of people have with it is well, that during the most preposterous. Important, well, no, I think during the most important part of the season too is you have your coordinators that are trying to get head coaching jobs. Like I want my coordinators so focused to be how can we beat this team as opposed to preparing Zoom meetings to to get another head coaching job. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, if you're if you're the coach of a team or you're the GM or an owner of a team, would you want your assistant coaches being out there? But it's no. also unfair for the coaches. So you're, I mean, you're Ben Johnson. Your offense has been amazing. You're a huge commodity, but you can't really interview for jobs now because you're dialed in on the postseason. It, it, it's not fair. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. But that's how, I mean, they've tried to slow it down and make it fair for everyone, which should just be after the Super Bowl. Then we can, then everyone is, is available to be interviewed but now and be hired. You've, now you've waited for a long, I mean, after the Super Bowl, we're talking about you can't start the interviewing process until mid-February? Um... I'm reading through the new rules now. So it says for the teams in the wild card playoff rounds, coaches cannot be interviewed until the following Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on which day their game is played on. Um, it's got to be a distraction. No in person interviews are printed with candidates employed by other teams until after wild card games have ended. I've got to get to when they can actually hire, when, when coaches can actually get hired. Of course, all, it's all, all we hear is about how coaches spend every waking moment preparing for these games, right? They sleep on their couches. They don't leave the facility. They don't get to see their families. So now you're telling me that they're preparing and having interviews? I mean, that, it, it's, it's at a minimum, it's, it's taking time that they probably need for preparation. It just the whole thing doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up, and it's not No, fair. I think the last thing you want on anyone's mind is like, I mean, Trying to figure out how they're going to, you know, get through an interview with a new team. Like you got to have to study for the interview. You got to study. You got to spend. I mean, these interviews are not twenty-minute interviews. They're like four, five, six-hour interviews. It's time that if if I was your employer, I I would be very upset by that. Well, of course, too. But this is the biggest moment of your season, too. And you also understand that you walk. I mean, I'd like to be a head coach, and because the process is set up this way, I I have to get ready for this this meeting with whatever team it is. Right. The whole, and I the want whole to put my system best foot is, is is broken though. The whole system is broken. Let's go to uh, Johnny in Morristown. Say good morning. Hey, John, you're on ninety eight seven. Hey, Dave. Hey, Rick. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Good. Good. Hey, I have a, a kind of a complex question. Well, actually, first off, 
if you guys could give a shout out to my son Andrew, he's actually studying abroad in Italy and he listens on the app to you guys all the time. So he'll get a kick out of it on the uh, on the app. All right, Andrew. Um, Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. So my question is, you know, if these three themes, Miami Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Cowboys, which three fan bases are the most devastated by the losses? And then secondly, of the three, who's in the biggest trouble long-term? Like, the biggest shakeup is going to happen. I'll hang up and I'll listen to you guys. Thanks again. Thanks. So most devastated and, and worst shape. Cowboys fantastic. The Cowboys have to be, have to be the most, most devastated. devastated. I think it would be Cowboys, Eagles, Dolphins in order of most devastation to least. The Cowboys because they've been so dominant at home too. Going up against the youngest team, home. going up against the youngest team in the NFL. Quarterback making his first playoff start. Defense was the worst you've and seen. They got them. hammered. They were, they were mauled. They were mauled. It was one of the worst performances I've seen all football season long. I was in shock watching it. I'm not even joking. It was it was dreadful. Like that that. If you're a fan of the Cowboys, I don't know how you ever get over it. Yeah, like I'm not one of those people that like, watches my team play and like isn't interested in like breaking stuff because then I have to replace it. That would have been one of the games where I could see myself doing real damage to something. You would have, yeah, like I would have, I would have had a nervous breakdown. Right? What was your like? Like how bad did it get for you? Were you were there things being thrown? Was there tremendous anger? Was it just kind of not tremendous anger? To, I don't know that uh, things were being thrown. Like you, there's no, no no violence in the apartment, like nothing. No, because to that I, I I told you I, a couple years ago I, I I committed to not being as violent in the <laughs> during the games. So I I love the I've fact that he's, he's that. committed to not being violent. I mean that's, that's yeah, but that's that was so step. bad. Like that's fine though, but that's so bad that I could see, like for that one one I told, day. I told you I'm I'm completely disheartened. I don't know. What yeah, else, yeah, but I, I don't like that would have been that one was enough to push me over the edge. Are you more upset now than you've been with breakups in the past? Ooh, no, no. Really? No, no. Really? I th- I was sure the answer was going to be yes. Oh, no, he actually knows how to, like, he loves, unlike you. What do you, I love? He prioritized the love, not the football team. You prioritize the football no. team and then the love. See, here's the difference. Because that's your greatest because love. I, because I. And because the greatest love of all. The greatest love of all is happening to me. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love, love of all. Um, what were we saying? Um, oh, I was. See, <laughs> I can multitask. Yes, I'm, I have enough love in my heart. There's an example of multitasking. Right I there. have there. enough love in my heart that I can love a football team, football, and in addition, family hey. and people. That's how talented, in fact. I no, no, I see. I think the love of the football team actually takes away from the love of the family. No, it doesn't. In the friends. No, it doesn't. I love you guys. And the idea that you're actually making people sign waivers. Not making. You are. I'm not. I'm not making. Well, you weren't going to go. Okay. Yeah. So you're making. I'm not making. They're you put this. To... You put this man in a tough spot. He doesn't have to do it. How much money do they have to, the, do they have to pay to uh, if you're... they say the score? Five hundred dollars. Shut up. Yeah. Who drafted up the waiver? Uh, I have an attorney friend. He did a quick little. Uh... <laughs> oh my. So this is no joke. No. You actually got an attorney involved. <laughs> well, he's a friend of mine. It's oh. not like it's like I hired an attorney. <laughs> yeah. 500 a billable, a billable within two weeks. I actually think it would be worth I would. I would pay the 500 bucks. You would just be like. To ruin your day. Packers are up 20, yes. 21 3 on the Niners. Oh, yeah. And here's $500. I'd probably go play, I'd go play by play, too, just to mess with you. Really? Yeah. So you're, and you think I'm a bad guy. I would just keep I'm the just covering all the bases. I you're would just walk a, in you're with just the 500. A bad guy. I would walk in with the 500. Here you go. Here you go. Yep. And I'm 
See, I thought 500 would deter people. No. Yeah, because not everyone has that kind of not money me. like you do. You have, it's seeping out of your pores. Your I would already, listen, if I'm at the party, I don't want to pay the 500. I walk around and say, hey, do you want to contribute to the mess with Dave fund? Now, I will tell you this. To, to know the score is $500 worth it? It's not the worst thing. If, if, I, if I found out the score, but I get 500 So no bucks, lose for you. That's right. Yeah. You get to go to the party. That's right. You don't know the it's, scores. It's free. It's free. I, I don't have to pay a penny. And then the on party. top of that, if you do find out the scores, I get you get 500 bucks. That's right. Payable <laughs> within two weeks. <laughs> Who's better than you? In it's some, a, in some it's way, in some way, like he really is a, a like an evil genius. Yeah, like in some way. No, I don't know. I guess uh, maybe a little piece of me is jealous. I just my mind doesn't work that way. Like I wouldn't think to myself, I don't want to go to the party. But if I do, I'm gonna have an attorney friend of mine. I do want to go to the party. I don't want to know the score. This seems like the happiest medium, and this is the route we're going to take. Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that, ever. Would you not say I'm a one in a million kind uh, of guy? Probably like one in... Trillions? Yeah, like a hundred million. No, nothing nothing There's else. no one like you that I know. One of a kind is what you're You are, yes. You're yeah. unique. That's good, no? A little touched, but unique. But who wants to be like... I, nah, just, be, like no. everybody? Like, no. uh, just boring and bland? No. no, you want to be your own person, yeah. right? Yeah. And you are your own person. I am my own that? person. All right. I'm going to study for Stump Rothenberg. We'll do that at the break. 1-800-919-3776. Little Jalen Hurts. We'll hear from him on Nick Sirianni. Apparently, the K-Show was very nasty towards me yesterday, which feels unfounded. I mentally defended you. I just didn't call him. But I, I didn't do anything. No, nothing. It's like just I, you being you. I did not. I didn't, I didn't incite them. Well, God forbid they knew this information. They didn't know this. Well, once they hear this. That's fine. Then I'd just be ready. I don't care. To be savagely attacked. I don't care. That's the thing. You think it bothers me? Nothing bothers me. Nothing. I think it's it's probably number one on my list of reasons why I love you so much. Why? Because nothing bothers nothing me? Nothing bothers you. No, I don't care. I could say pretty much as anything. As long as, as like my family and friends, like all the things that I need to be in order in order, um, whatever. Then the rest of it is just, it's just gravy. All right. We'll break. We'll come back. So much to do. 1-800-919-3776. DNR with you. 98.7 ESPN. All right, now Dave Rothenberg here to tell you about my friends at Bathfitter. They converted my kids' bathtub to a shower. They did they just, just a phenomenal job, really. That's the only way you can phrase it. Customized just as we wanted. Only one expert installer into the home. Process was so easy. There's no demo. There's no mess. And Bathfitter is a high-quality, permanent solution with a lifetime guarantee. Three-plus million happy customers like me and my wife as well. And for a limited time, you get 0% interest or save 500 bucks on a complete Bathfitter system. So start designing your bat today like we did at BathfitterDesign.com because there's only one Bathfitter. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers, thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. 
Helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Jalen Hurts was asked yesterday about his head coach, uh, Nick Sirianni. Asked if he wants Sirianni back. Here is the quarterback's answer. I didn't know he was going anywhere. Well, there's obviously a lot of questions about whether he will be fired. I, I, I didn't know that. I have a ton of confidence in, um, in everyone in this building. It's just a matter of us going out there and playing clean football. Been something that we have not done. I don't understand what, what his confusion with the question is or if he's just being a jack wagon. He was asked, do you want him back? So to say, I didn't, I don't know he's going anywhere. Nobody said he was going anywhere. They said, do you want him back? Well, I think he was just kind of in, like, why would you ask me that question? Because there's been talk that Nick Sirianni's not going to be back. Yes. No. Right. Well, maybe he's not paying attention to it. <laughs> right. But there has been a lot as of far that as he's con- I, I guess as far as he's concerned, there shouldn't be any. Okay. Talk about. So it. say it's a ridiculous conversation. He's my head coach. I wanted to be the head coach and move on. Not this. I mean, I didn't know he's going anywhere. Yeah, but see the things that he said though. I mean, I think we played a clip of him yesterday. They kind of speak to a lack of accountability. Like let's play clean football. Well, who's I mean, who's responsible for you guys playing clean football? Sure. I mean that some of that has to fall on the coach. If guys, I mean, if it's if it's just too easy there, you're not practicing hard enough, guys aren't being held accountable, that's a problem. It's a big problem. I, I tell you, I think there's a real problem in Philadelphia. Now, there's still a talented football team, and I think Roseman is very solid and makes moves that you're like, how come my team doesn't make that? But the offensive line is going to look very different. I, I, again, I heard somebody talk about it yesterday. You have an elite guy. I think it was Hembo. He's like, this is a, such an attractive job. that They have they've an elite quarterback. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I think he's good. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I mean, they have some real. The defense is bad. I don't. Oh, think the defense a, was really bad. I don't look at this team, and again, I'm not saying it can't go the other way. I don't look at this team and say that is a a surefire playoff team next season. No, but I mean that team again. I think is the, the reason why there's been so much conversation about Nick Sirianni is because they started off ten and one, didn't look right. But I mean, there's for me personally, I'll just speak for myself, was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that hey, good teams find ways to win. You know, like coming off a of Super Bowl, the fact that, I mean, you're still 10-1, and one, finding right. ways to win games. At a certain point, you'll figure things out, turn this thing on, and and go you know, go on some kind of playoff run. I think as we got close towards the end of the season, I didn't feel necessarily that way. They lost six of their last seven games. Right, but matchup-wise, like, I mean, I told you, I was listening to uh, Ocho Cinco talk about it. And he was saying, like, I see what's happening here. Like, this team, there's enough talent, there's enough veteran guys in that locker room, they'll find a way to turn this thing on and figure it out. When all of a sudden now it's it's win or go home, right? Where there's a sense of urgency, they'll clean things up and they'll you know they'll beat the Bucks. They didn't do that. Beat the Bucks. They got I mean they got the run out tackling of tackling was horrendous. Darius Slay. I don't know about the future with him. Bradbury looked like he Philly was, was lucky that they Tampa dropped as many balls in the first half. As I mean, they did. Otten must have dropped three. Oof. Mike Evans dropped at, at least one. That maybe one two. deep shot. 
I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, Mayfield, was, who was really good, was better than his numbers even indicate. He was excellent, and we don't even discuss him. Yeah, but I think this is one of those teams that you would point to. It's a very, it's a very talented team that, for, for whatever reason, and again, we're not inside the locker room, underachieved. For the love of God, please do not let Tampa Bay win that game on Sunday. For the love of God, don't let Tampa win that game on Sunday. Yes. Why? I, I don't want to. I, I know you have family. You're done with watching Tampa? I, they, done with them. I never, never start. Like They do nothing for me. Like Detroit's a good story. Tampa yeah, Detroit's is, a great story. Tampa is. Do you know San Francisco and Tampa in the NFC Championship game? I get it. Would be All right, so horrendous. take care of. I mean, so Detroit's at home. Take care of business. You see, that's the highest um, ticket, ticket price ever. Oh, people in Detroit are going wild. 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 That's great. Good for them. First time they've won a playoff game in, in what, 30 years? Yeah, and because Dallas pooped their pants, they have a second home game. It's good for them. I get it. It's got to be, I mean, if you're Jared Goff, I mean, you couldn't have scripted this better for him. Like, not only does he, not only does he lead them to, to the division, right? Right. They host a playoff game, and it just so happens it's against the team that drafted him first overall and didn't think he was good enough to win a Super Bowl with. And that's the team that he beats. It's a great story. Do you understand right? how good that would feel? Must have felt great. Although he wins, but I think Stafford kind of won too. Like Stafford was awesome in that. Yeah, Stafford game. was great. I yeah. mean, it's they not necessarily they didn't treat him great, but uh, you know what my issue is? You want to boo him, I have no problem with that. You start going after the wife and the kids. That's really it's really gross. It really is. And I I'm an ardent fan, I'm a passionate fan. I love my teams. Never would I ever go after family members ever. Yeah, I think there's a line and you definitely crossed it there. And Stafford, I mean, listen, Stafford Won a Super Bowl, that was the thing, right? Like he just his teams were never good enough in Detroit. Like statistically, how, he was how ba- awesome. Okay. I look at Matthew Stafford as one of the great quarterbacks of this generation. I really do. How inept has Detroit been over the last twenty years that they have not been able to succeed almost at all with one of the great quarterbacks and one of the great receivers in in this generation? Well, the receiver retired. I get that he had enough, right? But I mean that's. Yeah, to have the quarterback and still not be able to do anything, I get it. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe, especially when you see now how how a great quarterback can change everything, can change everything for you. Shows just didn't work ine- out. Inept they are. Right, it just been. didn't work out. And now they got the. I mean, it feels like they got the right coach, right? They I mean, clearly they, they do. Although I still worry about him in like a big big moment that he's just going to kind of. This like, is who the, he is. Like gag all over the place. Well, you saw it. Right, the kid. They, hey, we're gonna go down the field. We're gonna score, right. and we're gonna go for two. No matter what. Well, what happens matter. if it, you take a penalty? It's the seven yard line. Doesn't matter. We're going for two. And, and they did. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, they like, did. I wonder, like, how far would it be before he's like, you know what? Let's kick the point. The twelve, the fifteen, the eighteen, the twenty. No, he said if once. I think he said once they got outside the ten, <laughs> then it was gonna change. So when your odds are like six percent, yeah, I think he's like, on the play. We don't even practice that. <laughs> right. It's like we'll do a hail mary. Well, no, because it was that. It was the clip we played when he was yelling at the uh, radio guys. Yeah, yeah. He's like, say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. And the guy did. He's like, thank you. <laughs> yes. And there it is. Uh, Ross in Brooklyn. Hi, Ross. You're on 98.7. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Um, we were away this weekend. We have friends. My wife and I are both school teachers. I'm actually on my way to the school where I teach. Uh, but we have friends who are not school teachers who have a magnificent house out in the Hamptons. That sounds delightful. And it is. And we get to be the beneficiaries of their generosity Several times during the year, I have to do all the cooking and the baking when we're out there, and I'm in charge of cocktails. But otherwise, it's pretty magnificent. See, so they basically, friend, they basically put you on like retainer. 
<laughs> so, so you're like staff. Yeah, I'm, 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 look, I'm, I'm fine being the houseboy. I don't care. Right. I have a really nice swimming pool in the warm weather. It's all good. And uh, he's been his entire life, grew up on Long Island, but he's been a Cowboys fan his entire life. He's made trips to Dallas to see games live. Um, and he's, he's just a terrific guy. I'm a fan. I have been a fan of Dak. Felt this year like watching Dak was exciting. Um, my kids are in a, a fantasy league with their, their partners and their friends. And my daughter, I mean, my kids are adults. But my daughter, her mantra is Dak's a fraud, Dak's a fraud, Dak's a fraud, Dak's a fraud. She's a bright woman. She, she well, yes. And uh, we sat down to watch the game. We made, like, these big plans. We went out. We got chicken wings. I bought Cheetos. I don't allow myself to eat Cheetos. It was the first time in, like, a year and a half I bought a bag of Cheetos. We had beer. I had whiskey. So, Ross, we're just, we're, I, like, everything that you did the entire weekend, we're going to be privy to here on the show. Like, you had Cheetos, but you don't often partake in the Cheeto. And you had beer. And like, right, like, I, I love you, but you could, you could move the story a little, a little more rapidly, I would think. So the stage, the stage is set. And within minutes, of within seconds, I, I have to look over at, at Neil, and he's just crestfallen. Yeah, of course And that is. game, like watching that game, and I secretly, I, I sent it to my kids. I didn't let him know, but afterwards I showed him. I was rooting for the Packers. I think the Jordan Love thing is really exciting to watch. Um, and uh, it was just like a horror movie watching it. I felt terrible for this guy. No, you didn't. Like, deep, no, you didn't. Deep, deep down, you felt great. Deep down, you felt great. If he was rooting for the Packers, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, I think it would suck kind of when you have uh, everything set up. You got Cheetos. You don't usually eat Cheetos. He doesn't usually, beer, not, doesn't you know, usually partake in the Cheeto. Then all of a sudden, the person's house that you're at. Could you imagine calling a show? No. And getting into the depths of like, and I got Cheetos, and I, I'm not usually a guy that's had Cheetos, haven't had them in a year. Like, wings. Does he? He's comfortable. Very. Very comfortable. I think it's nice that we bring that out in people. You know what it is, though? Santi, it is one of those spots where I think it just in general, when you're feeling the kind of pressure that I'm sure Dallas was feeling, like everyone expected Dallas to win that game. Sure. Right. And what did we say before the season? Or Ray, you said it. Like at the at the very least, have to get to an NFC Championship game. And if you lost to San Francisco in San Francisco, you'd be disappointed, but you wouldn't be heartbroken. Right. That was the you can't start the way they started. It was you brutal. Can't. That's one of those games. Like if it starts differently, it's probably a completely different. Outcome. Seventy-five yards touchdown. Bad offensive possession. It it it, it spiraled. It starts snowballing. It spiraled quickly. Because now all of a sudden you feel like now the offense is like oh crap. And and then you saw and, and I knew there was a problem. When Lamb and Prescott were like having a talk, and the coaches were coming over, it's like something is it's it's going off the rails early here. It was terrific. Uh, for you, it was terrific. For Raymond, it was one of the worst days of his life. Raymond, one of the worst twenty days that you've ever had to deal with in your life. No, uh, come on. Let's we're talking about sports life. sports life. That's got to be top five, yeah, right? Sport, sports life. It's it's absolutely devastating. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Top five worst sports day of your life. Probably okay. All right, well, and on great. top of that too, you give Jordan Love all that confidence. Yeah. So if there's any, if like if there's any trepidation going in, Not all of a sudden now we just marched down the field. Right. We can run the ball. We can do whatever we want. It was a horrendous recipe for the Cowboys. Great for some, awful for others. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I think it's fair to say that everybody likes free things. RJ, you appreciate free things, right? All the time. Like, would you like a free Yeti? I, I, so, so no, though. 
in, in this instance. I don't, I, I don't want, I don't well, want free well, It's going to happen. You're, you're probably going to be influxed with free Yetis because people love you and they want to replace the one that was horrifically stolen here. It was horrifically stolen, but I don't, I don't want that. But I'll tell you what, it's a good talking point. Yeah. 10 o'clock meeting today. I'd say the whole meeting should be uh, devoted to, I don't know, forensics, the National Guard, resources to find the Yeti. Why, why, not, why, why don't we just wave the white flag? Say someone crept in here, stole the Yeti, is now probably enjoying the Yeti, and we're going to provide you with a new one instead of just going over this over and over and over. Well, because then I believe we, we've set a standard. Like, for example, Raymond's here all the time. Sometimes he leaves. Do you think there's any chance that in a fit of, of rage with the Cowboys collapsing like they did, that Raymond took the Yeti and threw Zero it away? Zero percent. Zero percent. So, I mean, but Raymond sometimes leaves his backpack or his headphones out because he's here all the time in, in between, you know, Rangers and Knicks games in, in our show. Or or you, perhaps. Let's just say you, I don't know, you leave a jacket here one day. Right. You, we've set the bar. Stuff disappears. We give up. We're easy targets. Yeah, I understand your point, but at some point you can't just continue to chase something that's unattainable. Like you, we, we have to admit that the Yeti is probably gone, and we need to look forward and move past it. What do you think if we just start kidnapping people? No, no, I don't think we should be kidnapping anybody. Temporarily, to get the answers we need. Somebody has answers. So like a them. hostage crisis? Like you want us to start <laughs> taking people and holding them against their no. will and saying, where is the Yeti? No, like we have like the little phone booths where you can have the private conversations on the floor. We pull people in. And you What know, do you mean we have phone booths? Another thing, have we, probably, checked, have we checked the phone booths actually? Not we have phone booths. Yeah, well, we, we call them phone booths. I don't know what they. I don't know what else is. you would actually call them. Yeah, they're where the, are those? They're like there's there's in one the right out in the hallway. You Can you show me you. that at the break? Yes. Yeah, sure. So, but I mean, like, let's just say Rick is in there. We we pull people in there, kind of muscle them around a little or bit, or maybe get, get we we lock them in. He's in there making a call. I thought phone booths are like obsolete. Who needs a phone booth? Well, it's just it's just it's an not empty a literal phone booth. It's just an it's a very small room. So we lock them in there and say. You don't get out of the phone booth until you give me the answers I need. What do you want to crank Metallica too? I don't want to treat it like Guantanamo Bay. And we start pouring water in, like with the whole, the whole, <laughs> all, the the whole thing. No, that would be bad. That would be bad. That would be bad. You know, it's good. Bananas. Bananas good. Free things also good. Are you? He's now. So Rick is back. I first speaking bet. of free things. Now, from my vantage point, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. They. A, a, a three-headed banana, three separate bananas. They all look, from where I am, which is not on top of the bananas, they look very tasty. <laughs> yep, three three bananas, all very tasty. Mm-hmm. Would you? How about this? Why don't you pick from there? I'll give you from, first pick. From, but I'm very far. Yeah. Can you hold them up, please? He's asking you to hold them up. Oh, can you hold them up? Yeah, all right. So the one on the my left looks like it's stained a bit. Am I seeing that accurately, Rick? Yes, it, it, there has some some outside stainage on that. I don't want that one. You can put that one down. I will choose. I thought the I thought the skin protected it from everything. Now the one Your on works. the right seems smaller. I am hungry. I'm going to choose the middle banana. Do you think that? Yeah, you think All that's right. a good choice, a banana? Right. Is, we'll that find ba- out. is that banana about to become violated? No, well, if you consider me eating it violated, then, I'm not then talking sure. about you eating it. What Thank a nice you, Rick. guy, Rick is. Rick is salt of the earth. <laughs> Thanks and, for and you say that, and he now has the banana in his pants. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking I mean, it's, about. If, you know what? Forget it. I, I give up. The skin will protect you from it. It's all um, good. <laughs> yeah. Your logic says you're you're safe. I mean, look look at this. <laughs> you, you have to take it now. I'll take it. Give me that. Um, ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza Five. This year, each qualifier is going to take home a twenty five dollar Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of ten. 
super boxes with prizes including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and so much more. More. If you're just calling it, don't give me a hard time. You've been butchering your reads all day. If you're calling number what? What number works for you? Uh, let's go with calling number uh, three for the three bananas. Three bananas. Right now, 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win 500 bucks in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000, all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. All right, so now I have the banana, but I can't eat the banana now because I have Stump Rothenberg coming your way. In, in, yeah, save the banana. Like a little uh, treat. Like a treat. Yeah. A post-Stump Rothenberg banana well. festival, as yeah. it would be. Now, it's a special probably, banana. He's probably done with his banana now because he has. Uh, the, he, no, he hasn't even eaten it yet. The opportunity to eat the banana. He's. By the way, then this is going to be a problem. He can't get over this Yeti. He's not. He's, he's never. I was just actually looking for it out there. I checked all the. Uh, I actually checked in the refrigerator for some reason. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Did you check the phone booth? I checked one of the cabinets. There's Did some, you know we have phone booths? I do. I saw that we had yeah. a. Uh, there's a coffee cups in there, but there's no missing Yeti. Archie, did you check other people's desks? No, he's not going to start going through people's desks. I'll go do though. it right now. No, to go, I'll go no, I know you will, and I think it's unnecessary. You can't start rifling through people just because no, you've been at the violated. Top of the desks. Like just walking around and looking yeah, like at the surface area Maybe someone just is like, oh, desk. maybe this is a communal Yeti. I'm just going gonna to take it. it. Seems odd, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very. Let's go to yeah. Dave in the car. Hi, Dave. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm looking, you know, obviously the Cowboys melted down, the Eagles collapsed, and, um, you know, a lot of Giant fans were calling in. And feeling like, hey, you know, the division is going to change. And, you, you know, let me just ask this. I, obviously, these two teams lost. The Giants, though, would love to take whatever record the Cowboys and the Eagles have and have a lot of internal problems. But let me ask you a hypothetical question. Let's suppose the Cowboys and the Eagles, or at least one of them, makes a drastic coaching change, like a Belichick, a Vabral, decides to come to the NFC East. Considering the debacle and the removal of the coaches from the Giants, who took many steps back this year, if you're the owner of the Giants, do you say, you know what? Maybe I can pull the plug on on, on Debo. I don't think they're going to do it because they they're in crisis mode. I don't know. I don't know that they're in crisis mode. I think there's reason for concern. I think there's reason for an alerted awareness. I'm not going to sit here and say the Giants are in crisis mode. Crisis mode? No, I don't think they're in crisis mode. I mean, this can't be this this can't be something new. This didn't sneak up on them. He no. was the, I mean, sure, he was the same guy when they were winning. Now it's a problem when they start losing. But everything's a problem when you start losing, right? When things are great, right. or he's or he's actually it's 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 gone to a new level because they were losing. Like it wasn't this it wasn't this bad and this disruptive when they were winning because I mean they were winning. Now all of a sudden you're losing and it becomes more of a problem. I got to tell you, the more I think about it, I, I'm begging to God. And maybe this is a stupid take that McCarthy stays with Dallas. Begging. I don't I don't want anybody that I look at as a really competent coach to go there. No, I think you got to understand, too, though, as far as the coaches are concerned. I mean, if there's a reason why when head coaches get new jobs, they usually take their staffs with them. Right? There's a comfortability with the, this guy knows how I coach. Right. And we're on the same page. Because it's very easy if you, I mean, if, if you don't get along well, like, think about how much time Wink is spending with the defense or, you know, if it's a linebacker's coach or a, you know what I mean? Like, those guys are in meetings all day with these players. There's a real chance that all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Now, you know, the coach, you know, has one of, you know, say it's a linebacker's coach. Linebacker's coach is pissed off at Brian Dable. Rather than be like, listen, you know, I'm like, he's the, you know, he's got Brian Dable's back. Now he doesn't. And now it causes, you know, this this fracture in the locker room. That's, you don't want stuff like that to happen. Of, of course you don't. 
But I mean, if 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 you were a Giants fan, would you even contemplate moving on from uh, from Brian Dable? now? Yeah, no, unless Bill Belichick wanted the job, and then I would think about it. It's always been his dream job, right? But I don't. Brian Dable worked under him. I don't know if Bill Belichick would want to take Brian Dable's job. Like there are a lot of coaches that won't talk about jobs unless they're open, because it's disrespectful to other coaches. Right now, do you believe that either Harbaugh or Belichick is the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons? It feels like probably Belichick. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. What is the What are they going to do with quarterback? Maybe that Justin Fields is in play. You're going to have the eighth overall pick for Justin Fields? I don't know how they'll wind up acquiring him. And then what? Turn around, you're going to have to pay him at some point. Sure. Oof. But what does Belichick care? He's not going to be there for 10 years. He'll be there for three, four years. No, right. But, I mean, Dallas Dallas gives you the best opportunity to get the record the quickest. Dallas gives you the best opportunity to win. To win the whole thing. To get the record, you got the to quarterback, win, to all those things. You got the quarterback, you got the wide receiver. You got the great defensive player. Right. You know, young Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, that's cute. Just sitting there in Dallas. It's adorable. I would say the problem for the Giants, though, just to, to touch on what he was talking about. Eagles, I understand, right? I mean, there's there's something happening in that locker room. Who knows what's happening with A.J. Brown? Kelsey's gone. Offensive line. Defense was was not good at all. But I would say still, like if you looked at the division as a whole, what are the you know what are the two best units in the division? Two best units. They're probably in the division? both in Dallas. Yeah, probably offense and defense are both with Dallas. But, but how can you say that that defense is? I mean, that defense was shredded. Right. I don't know that that defense is great. I think that defense has playmakers. I think that I think defense they, I think they with the lead can be really good. Yes, but I think they can be bullied, and I think they can be run on. Oh, you have, you've seen it. Right. I mean, uh, Buffalo ran the ball right down their right throats. Right down their throats. Josh Allen didn't even do anything. Didn't have to. Right. It was I mean, James Cook. James Cook just ran the ball right yeah. down their throats. They got bullied. And that's uh, Bel- If Belichick coached that team and they got bullied like that, I'd be stunned. Stunned. That's the other thing, though, too, is that you have someone that's been there, done that, played in, you know what I mean? Has won six Super Bowls. As a head coach, couple as a defensive coordinator, what he was it? They went to nine with the Patriots. Uh, they lost to the Giants twice in the right. Eagles like, once. I mean, yeah. is there part of what happens with the so? And I, you know this too. Just anything you do, the reason why you have confidence if it's a test you're taking away is because all the preparation that you put into it, or it's you know past success doing something that you can lean on. The reason why I'm confident is because I've done it before, or I haven't done it but I've I've put so much time, effort, studying, and you know preparation in that I feel good like I'm confident going into it like there'll be nerves but I'm confident Mm -hmm. like you got Bill Belichick scheming us up to go into a big game like what's that do for your confidence like how could you be more prepared that's what the Patriots say all the time but they used to always say it how come you guys were so confident because we already had the answers to the test because the guy's a genius and for some reason that has stopped being kind of the pervasive thought around football circles I'm sure there are people that still believe that well no because it's it's the same thing with LeBron and, and Michael Jordan is if you want to pick a side rather than just you know pick Tom Brady up. So it can't be. I think Brady. Even if I think Brady's better, but Belichick is sensational. It's got to be Brady's better and Belichick was carried by Brady. Well, I think that's how it works, right? Like in, you, it's lame. You lift someone up by tearing someone else down. They can't both be great. Yeah. And then I think it's also it's for a lot of people the way Bill Belichick acts, like that kind of arrogance he has. Right. It's what better time than now? No, he's great. Uh, Bills released Leonard Floyd. Uh, Leonard Fournette, yeah. by the way. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. yeah. You knew that? Yeah. I saw that yesterday. Oh. That's a massive difference, by the way. Well, yeah. I, I made a mistake. The game of release? Yep. That's not what I was getting at. 32-year-old played just two games down the stretch. Mm-hmm. What? I didn't say anything. And that's that. I'm not the one that says crazy stuff on this show anymore. 
Yeah, you are. No, it's you. I, and it's, I had, no, I had, Grasso. I had we've, established, we've established you haven't said the craziest thing on this no, show. No, I haven't. In 2024. I have been great. One slip up, and I still stand by that my slip up was nowhere in the, in the same time zone as Grasso's. No, Grasso's was different level, but still. I got some titillating news for you, my friend. Right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why were you guys spelling out loud? What do you mean? Like, were you trying to kill the show? I was gone two days. You tried to kill. You, you murdered the show. Capital F R A U D. That was fraud. Me, fraud. Fraud. Why, why Dave, are we spelling? Dave, Dave likes to spell. Yeah, but P U T R I D putrid. Because I think you really hammer no, the point when you. It's spell almost it. like it's almost like Dave like was responding to Grassi using voices now and felt like he had to, like bring his own talent. No, not at all. I, I happen to be an excellent speller. Well, you oh, should listen, blame it on listen, something. You you want spelling? Do you want singing? Do you just want outright yelling? What do you want? From I Dave? want that new. I want the uh, song he sang. We you sang can bust today. Bust out your four leaf clover. It doesn't matter. Your team sucks. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good. Nice. Not your best. That was not your best rhyme. Though. You know, it's not always going to be the best, but I try. Did you pull the uh, Dave and I singing today in perfect harmony? <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> you, I want to pull that. Know how you would? I'm not sure that I want to. Why pull it? I want to hear it. <laughs> What? Why? Oh. I can't say anything. No, because that you, that's what you've done. How's you, that banana said, taste? You can't eat it you, now. You Why? Warped, oh, because warped warped our innocent yeah, little You pulled that one right off the vine. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> it was great. Uh, RJ, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah, you feel like the show's on the rails, off the rails. Like, what? Do you, what's your thought process? Yeah, I think it's cruising right between the the white lines. Okay. How was your banana? I see it's gone off at the, the desk. Excellent. Elite. Excellent. You think there's a chance I chose incorrectly? I think there's at least a chance. Yeah, I think that was a flawless banana. But yeah, this, but see, but the one I have also looks no. But gorgeous. that doesn't matter though. This is the problem. This is you go by looks. Yeah. RJ and Santiago don't care about. I've the always looks. gone by looks. No, well, that's I, your problem. I, I mean that that's that's my calling. That one had a little smear on it, and you just cast it right aside. You know what? I'm not looking for 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 blushes or foibles or anything on my banana. I want a perfectly gorgeous banana. Why do you think I chose Sherry? Beautiful. Yeah, but she's like in, on the inside and out. It's even better. Right. Wasn't just the looks. My first thought was she would a beautiful and she woman. would deal with you. Was the other thing because most wouldn't except strippers. That was it? Women love me. Nah, stop. Lo- uh, love. Does your wife love me? Uh, she does. I don't <laughs> okay. think she likes you in the way that you're thinking. But nah, yeah, I, she, wasn't, I right. wasn't thinking that at all. I was just saying, like, does your wife love me? Dare you. Okay. RJ, does your wife love me? I think everybody loves you. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Like a, like a three-legged dog. Like you got problems. We like to take care of you. Keisha doesn't love you. Keisha hates you. Yeah. Like, listen, I, I don't care. Hate you. You're not intrigued but as to why? But why do they hate me? I, listen, I don't know. But you, you heard what they had to say. We'll, we'll, well hear you it later. Have, but ask them. Ask them why they hate but, you. But they hate me? They... They bring you up a hate, lot. I don't know if hates the they right They bring word. me up a lot it's because, negative. because they look at me as someone they'd like to have on their show. That's why they bring me up because I'm, I'm I move the needle. I say things that are you know interesting and crazy and can be critiqued. I think you're great. I don't know if they think you're great. That's fine. I don't need for them to think I'm all great. right. Good. Our listeners think I'm great. Yeah. I think you guys you're great. on That's the show all enjoy what I have to bring to the table. You seem extremely annoying. I hate you. <laughs> That's all that matters. All right. Um, let's let's go with the segment that we have uh, defined as... He knows sports. What if what we if made, made you like an ice crew member for the Islanders? An ice cream vendor? And he's very humble. Your mother. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. So I love paying attention. They got silver. Who is silver? All right, here we go. You like this sweatshirt I'm wearing today? I do. See how this has got the connected uh, little... Look at this. Well, it's... Yeah, so you can bring it up and, I mean, it protects you from COVID, from the cold, from all those things. It's nice, right? Yeah, it is nice, yeah. yeah. Is that a new sweatshirt? No. 
It's not new. That's got to be very warm. Uh, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is the outdoor coaching sweater, sweatshirt. Very nice. Nice, right? Uh, here we go. 1-800-919-3776. Legal ID, six minutes away. Stump Rothenberg, right now. Andy, Merrick, Andy, good morning. Good morning, guys. Let's get right to it, Let's David. get right to it, a, Andy. I got a next question for you. January 17th, today, is the 30-year anniversary of Patrick Ewing becoming the first Nick to attain 15,000 points. He, of course, went on to have 22,000-plus the Nick leader. However, Uh-oh. he is only number five in scoring per game. Can you tell me? Who is number one in points per game average with that organization? Bob McAdoo has to be up there. Bernard King. Rick saying mellow. Okay, you just hit the top three, so let's get an answer. Andy, do me a favor, too. When you send me emails, could you not send pictures of yourself, please? I don't need to open those. I don't need to see that face. Oh, baby. How about about Brunson? Brunson's number four. He just gave you. He said you already named the top three, you wagon. I thought he said he wanted four. (laughs) Oh, no. He said who's the number one, I thought. Oh, what what did you want specifically? I want number one. McAdoo, I think, is one. Well, you got to say it right. McAdoo, 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 McAdoo. That's right. Bob McAdoo. (laughs) This... This show has got real problems. Uh, so we got it right. Give me the ding, and there we go. All right, we'll go right down, right down the line here. Macadoo, macadoo, macadoo. How how is that so funny for you? Hey, you should be institutionalized. Like you're lucky you're in a profession now where like this is this is great considered uh, yes. cute. Yes. Who's on the dribble that falls down the court? Macadoo, macadoo, macadoo. <laughs> Like, this is encouraged. Like, Let's, Dave, you're doing a great job. Yeah, keep being as bizarre <laughs> yes. as you happen to be, and, and the show will continue we love to, the show. to flourish. Is the show doing well? Yeah. It's you think I'm a, at least a portion of why the show no, I think does decently? No, I think you're a huge portion. Okay. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's something So maybe instead of stifling my creativity, <laughs> you should help Stifling flourish. it? Flourish. Like, pat me on the bottom. Oh, my God. Send me away. Yeah, but this is like this is like between the white lines on Sundays in the NFL. Like if they sent those people out to do, oh, act this way in, in normal life. Like at a bar, you just tackle somebody. You can't do it. But here, like between the the hours of six and ten, elite what you do. We send you out into the world. You act like this, probably institutionalized. Right. No, that's nice. I think <laughs> I've actually gotten you out of your shell. I was never in a shell. Yeah, you were boring. This is like the new you. Okay. You're Let's, flourishing. This is. I, I am. I think. I, no, no. You've never been this good. I never. think we are flourishing. But you've never been this good. But, have, yeah, have you? I, I, no, never. Okay. I don't think anyone has, and rightfully so, gotten more praise for his performance over the last, I don't know, X amount of time than Dave. And he deserves it. High-level executives, big fans. Huge fans. Well, that's nice. Noah Bergen, Noah Stump Rothenberg. Oh, good morning, Dave. Good morning. Hope you guys, hope you guys are keeping warm. We're actually cuddled uh, up right uh, now in the studio. It's, it's freezing cold out there, Noah. Uh, it sure is. Um, well, here's my uh, Giants question for the okay. week. I would like to know who is the only New York Giants non-wide receiver oh God. to have a 1,000 yards receiving in the season. Non-wide receiver. Saquon's at 1,000? He had 1,000, 1,000? So I'm thinking Bavar, but I don't think Bavar ever went... Over a thousand. He was like at nine something. Would you consider a tight end receiver, by the way, Noah? Just for this conversation, is, is, is a tight end a receiver? I, I mean, 
I technically, I guess the tight end is a receiver. Yeah. Uh, a tight end is not a wide receiver. Not a wide receiver. Does a tight end get paid like a wide receiver? It's his own separate category, Dave. Right, stop yelling at me. There you um, go. So you think it's Saquon, huh? Well, Saquon had the dead 2,000 yards. So he went 1,000, 1,000? Who else could it possibly be? Um, I'm actually kind of disappointed in you. Really? Why, you know it? No, because one, I, I, I'm in fairness, I went to confirm, but like one name came to mind immediately. And, R, and, RJ, and RJ can confirm. I said the name aloud, and I just went to confirm, and yeah, it's it's there. It's It could be Tiki. You make it sound so easy like it's Saquon. No, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just, I'm here to, I'm here to help a little right. bit. I'm not here to give you answers. Um, I mean, Frank Gifford. This is one season, 1,000 yards. That's all he wants. So Cruz is the most, but obviously he was a receiver. That wasn't my question last week. Mm -hmm. Mm. How far down the list are we going to go here? Because Homer Jones, but he was a receiver. Yeah, I, th- I think it... See, Bavaro either had like 999 yards in a season or 1,001. I always forget which one. But I don't think it's Saquon. I, I would think Tiki or Bavaro. My first instinct was Bavaro, and I will I will go back there. Mark Bavaro. See? You tried to sabotage it. 1986, 1,001 yards. 1,001 yards. See? You tried to sabotage it. I wasn't trying to sabotage you, you immediately. Like I take one. It took no. a long time for you to get there, though. You know what, I'm, Ray, Raymond? Raymond no, you relax, that's not fair. okay? Come on, relax, please. It took thought. I, he's giving me, you know, misinformation. <laughs> it wasn't intended to be misinformation. Uh, you're listening to DNR 98.7 ESPN WEPN FM in New York. You are the Giants. It should have come to you immediately. I, you know what, Ray? I don't think what you're doing is very fair right now, to be honest. I think you need to give me a little bit of leeway and let me think things through and not just Tiki have... was never really close to 1,000 receiving. Really? How what was the, what was was the most Barkley ever did? Uh, Barkley was almost there. I think he was just over 700. All right. So that's, is that close to 1,000? Not really. No. So, I mean, that's, that's a, a big deal. It was a bad suggestion. Uh, Perry, Jersey City. This is apparently going to be a tough one. Have at it, Perry. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning. Can you name... Can you name the NBA player who holds the record for most regular season games played in one season? So this is going to be someone that was traded mid-year and played like 83 or 84 games. That is correct. Yeah. Um, There was someone that just had that in the NFL. Did you see that? Somebody played 18 games? Yeah. This this year, I think. Um... So it's probably going to be... He must have been traded. He's going to make up that game, and it's going to be 83. Um, no, 88. 88? Yeah, crazy, huh? I'm thinking Vince Carter or Walt Bellamy. Those are my two thoughts. I don't know. 
So it's not something. There's no way this happened in the in Vince Carter because there's no way this happened in like the the 2000s and 90s, and it wasn't a huge topic of discussion. This is going to have to be something that was before everything was covered to this extent. Kevin Porter. Well, Bill, well, Bill, I don't know. I'll be impressed if you get this. Gotta this like, there's got to be in the 50s or 60s. It has to be. Dave Bing. No, you just named Le- names. Leonard Williams was the NFL guy. Leonard yes. Williams this year, right. Um, Job Raymond. I'm going to say with a not a ton of confidence. I can't believe 88. That's wild. Walt Bellamy. And there you go. In, in the famous trade for Dave DeBusher. Oh, how about that? Little little local Knicks title. That's a big time answer by you. Thank you. Um, we have a three parter. If I go three parter, will you help me? Uh, I'll try. It. RJ, is this a good three part question from Colby? I think you'll enjoy it. You do? Okay. All right. Uh, I'd like all of us to participate. We're three and zero. Colby Asbury Park. Good morning, Colby. Good morning. I think it's a very doable three parter. By the okay. way, so I don't. I'm I'm expecting you to get this one right. All right. We'll see. Um. So. On Saturday, mm-hmm. DJ Stroud joined a very exclusive club of rookie quarterbacks to win a playoff game. Prior to CJ Stroud, I want you to name three out of the last four rookie quarterbacks to win a playoff game. Just to win a playoff game? Just to, yes. So prior to CJ Stroud, the last four rookie quarterbacks to do so, I want you to name just three of them. Sanchez. That's one. Flacco. You got to go more recent. Purdy. Yep. And there's one more that's more recent than Flacco. Correct. Uh, So you you got Sanchez and Purdy, and there's two more that are more recent than Flacco. Rookie quarterbacks. So Roethlisberger did, but he's going to predate that. So we're thinking somewhere between 09 and 22. Uh, Sean King, but he's going to predate that. Um, this is obviously very obvious. Did Russell Wilson win a uh, playoff game as a rookie? So we have two of the three right now? We got two. We need two more. We need four? You just need one more. I just want three out of the four. Three out of the four. Because one's one's pretty obvious, the other is not. So I'll, I'll go Russell Wilson. Ding, ding, ding. There you go, right, Mister Unlimited. The, the fourth one is T.J. Yates. Oh, I, yeah, North, well. from North Carolina, but that would have taken a very long time. From North Carolina. That's where I went to college. I get University it. University of North Carolina. What I, do you want to do? Listen, you're, put you're the knowledge away. You're I won't put it away. Keep it out. Let's go to uh, John in L.A. John, you're on Stump Rothenberg. So we're undefeated right now. At the morning. Hello? Hello. 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 John, you, you with us? <laughs> yeah, I'm right here, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, what do you got? Good morning. 
All right, here it is. Uh, who is the only player to face uh, to play against the seventy-two and ten Bulls and the seventy-three and nine Golden State Warriors? Oh, I've heard this and now I don't remember. Ask it again. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't the, really the, listening. The, he played against the two best regular season teams in history: the seventy-two and ten Bulls yeah. and the seventy-three and nine Warriors. Um, I've heard it too, and now I don't remember. And by the way, guys, you guys are doing a great show. Today or every day? Every day, man. Come on. It's not even a question. Thank you. Um, I think it's a big player, too, isn't it? I don't know. It's like Vince Carter. Vince Carter should be an answer for something today. Might be Garnett. Not Garnett. Yeah, I think he did. He must have. When they won 73 games? Yeah. No. Mm. Garnett hasn't been retired for that long. Uh, I don't know about that. All right. That's, I mean, 73 games, that's that's years ago now. Uh, but listen, you go with Garnett if you want. I don't know that I want to. And if you're. Well, that, don't look at me. This is not my segment. RJ, what do you think about Garnett? In this, do you know the answer or no? I do not know the answer. So what do you do? You, so so weigh in on the Garnett debate right now. I know you're not asking me. I think Garnett's a, a, a good, in play or out of play. I think he's in play. In play. I think he's in. So play. So he thinks he's in play. I trust Raymond. All right, I'm I'm gonna go Garnett, but I don't I don't know if he's in play or not. All right, final answer. Sure. KG, baby. Where'd it go? How about that? That was good. Congratulations. That was well done. KG Basketball! I'll get this one wrong. He played a long time. He was played for 20 years. Oh, my goodness. And he came up from high school, remember? He played from 19 years old to 39. Yeah. Uh, Went to Farragut Academy in Chicago after going to Eau Claire High School in South Carolina. That was where things originated. Sometimes you know too much. That's like you're like on the on the verge of being kind of creepy, like stalkerish. Yeah, really. Like maybe you stole RJ's mug. RJ, any chance I stole your Yeti? I don't, but I do think there's a chance you just eliminated like I don't know Ben's ages three through five childhood memories that you have to fit all this other stuff in there. That's not very nice. No, but that's what happens. Like in most, like uh, like us, for example, you, me, Raymond. Like we'll get rid of some of the stuff like that to to add like. Antonio's crawling, like all the fun things but that Antonio's those, I have all those no, things. No, you don't. What do you mean I don't? No, those like you put those together with with the Giants memories. Like your your family memories are only spurred on by Giants memories. Well, some of the things I remember via the Giants game. Yeah, right. The other stuff gone. <laughs> First birthday, the Giants were playing. <laughs> yes. Giants were playing the Eagles. Well, I remember when they won the Super Bowl. I don't think this is crazy though. They they beat the uh, so Ben's a little baby, right? Ben was there. Well, he was alive. We're in North Carolina. Giants win. And I was like, I got to go get him. And she's like, what do you mean? where you do pick him up out of his... She's like, what do you mean go get him? I was like, he needs to witness this. She's like, he's... They won in what? I mean, he was a year old. I was like, I got to go get him so he can witness this. She's like, no, what's the matter with this? It was a celebration. Yeah. And I went and I grabbed him out of his crib and brought him in front of the TV. And he watched the final kneel down. It was glorious. You should have videoed it. It is videoed. Oh, you have a video. That's when I danced naked after they won. Oh. And we haven't seen that video yet. No, right. That's not great. I sang uh, We Are the Champions with the naked uh, 
So any chance, any chance you want to do that instead of be on the billboard? No, I'd rather be on the billboard. Okay. Uh, let's go. I'm going to need your help here because we're undefeated. It's NHL. This is your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's more yours than mine. Chris well, and Beth Page. Chris, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, guys. Bear with me. I'm calling you from the subway. So uh, hopefully uh, you can it hear sounds, me. It sounds um, better than some of our guests. Good job. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Grand Central right now. Um, okay, so three franchises have made it to the Stanley Cup Finals mm-hmm. multiple times without winning the Cup. Who are they? So they've never won the Cup? Or they just never didn't won win? the Cup. Never, never won the Cup, but made it to the Finals multiple times. Three franchises. Panthers have. Right, Panthers. 95 Panthers and then last won. year, right? Yep, Panthers is one. May I? <laughs> you may. I'm sorry. Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. That's two. The Sharks have made two finals or no? What about the Canucks? The Canucks 94 and then to the Bruins. There you go. Canucks three. Canucks. There you go. You got him, guys. Yes. Rick Tukin. Rick Tukin. We got him. RJ, you're funny. M- may I? Was that painful for you? He wasn't in the crease, RJ. Stop it with that. Uh, he absolutely yes, was. Yes, he absolutely Stop. was. The, the whole crease. season was the crease Stop. season. It's poor, it's poor enforcement of a bad rule. It's a long time ago. Terrible. I think I got your number. Yeah, it's a long time. Gloria. <laughs> yeah, it's been 25 years. That's what happens when you stink. You hang on to memories. Yeah, but like your that. Corsi ratings are so high. We stink. And you guys are, are <laughs> trending in the right direction now. You guys right? got great no, Corsi ratings. What do you mean? You, you won get, a game the other night. David, like, shut up. A game. <laughs> Dave and I were talking the other day. He goes, "You're almost as good as a Canadian." To go, yeah, great. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> you're, you're, they're right there, like neck and neck with those yeah, Canadians. Like they, do what the Canadians do, or did. Pull me up. I'm coaching mites. Pull me right up to the NHL. <laughs> These are bad you want guy to? comments. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, okay, what, right why, yeah, why do they take San Louis and put him in, in this role and you can't get a job? Well, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not really actively looking for a job. Ask, ask Marty. Ask Marty. Uh, I think Marty was interested in being a coach at some point, yeah. Was right. Marty like coaching like peewee hockey? Yeah, he, he was, was coaching, coaching my, my friend's uh, yeah, he was coaching kids, kids in Connecticut. Oh, well, he also has a relationship, too, with the, the GM and... Um, and he hasn't done terribly there. No, he's done a good job. Uh, what do you, RJ, want, take one more, go to the five-pack? What do you want to do? I have a question. Oh, yeah, Rick has, has a question. question. I always forget, Rick. Oh, yeah, Rick has I a question. I always forget. I'm going to stump you with this one. Probably. I'd be impressed if you get this one right. Okay. All right, this is topical. We were just talking about the... Uh, Your questions are always topical. Tell me the tell me the running back mm-hmm. that has the most receiving yards in a season. Hmm. Hmm. So Roger Craig jumps off the page quickly. This is a good question. Um, so we're probably thinking in like 1,200 yard range. I will say a little less than that. Okay. So Roger Craig has done it numerous times. You're going to have to go back a little bit. How far back are we go? It's, eh, It's back. Not like at the beginning. Now, Marshall Falk's got to be up there. Falk is up there, but he's not number one. Are we going back into like, is this a giant? No. Not a giant. Mm-mm. Did he ever play? Do you not? Did he, I mean, we're talking 50s here? We could be talking 50s. So if you're thinking Del Schaffner, he did play for the Giants, and and he, but I thought he was considered a receiver. He was not considered, he was considered a running back? Really? So I'm going to go Del Schafter finally. That's correct. Yeah. Played with, it was the part of the famous tandem with Y.A. Tittle. 
So he had he had almost 1,100 yards receiving in 12 games. That's pretty impressive. Real impressive. 100 yards receiving at the running back slot. So Falk was two. Uh-huh. Uh, he went for 1,048. Um, Lionel James went for 1,027. Craig, 1,016. Christian McCaffrey, uh, 1,005. Okay. Yeah. So they were, so you didn't think I was going to get it? Uh, I did not know. But there was a Giants tie to that. But that's really it. solid work yeah. by you. Del Schaffner. Right into the tittles. <laughs> uh-huh. Hello. Uh, why, why, yeah, why? What? what do you mean? What? What do you mean? See, I, this is why I'm a professional. And, and Gross is I'm sure, not. I'm sure the guys on the other side no, are thinking, no. boy, what professionalism Rick is showing right at this moment. Well, I he think, finds a way. Thank he, you. He, Rick, Rick. I wanna, you know what? He skirts it. You're he pathetic. Skirts it. He skirts it. Well, I no. want to hear how you're going to defend what he just did. Because Rick finds a way to make it legal. That's that's where that's why he 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 puts us in a precarious situation. Did he get dumped? No. You could have at least said. How would YA. I get dumped? You could have at least said why. Well, why would I get dumped? It's the man's name. <laughs> there is right. an art to it. Thanks. Okay, so it's a skill uh-huh. that I have that Grasso does not. I'll give you this banana right here. You tell me what YA stood for. I can't tell you. Yelberton Abraham. Why would I know that? I know. You know what's in there? Oh. That's Milo walking. Great, for the first time. So you think you think my my brain has no knowledge of Ben taking <laughs> that's his my first wedding, steps? That's my wedding day. I remember the wedding day like that. Like you asked me a question about my wedding day. Um, how many guests? How many guests? One hundred and thirty-seven. What was the main course? Ah, uh, who the hell knows? <laughs> Did you also just try to barter him with a banana he <laughs> yes, bought for you that I bought for him? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you this banana back to yourself yes. if you can answer this trivia question. I'm gonna re-gift the banana that you bought me. That's right. Because it looks that good, so I can so I can let people know how smart I am. What else do you want to know about my wedding? Nothing. I wish I was invited to your wedding. I, you didn't know who I was. Well, no, I'm saying I wish I could go back. It was fun. Maybe we maybe we uh, maybe I renew your vows for when your uh, 20th anniversary in May. That would be nice. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, baby. A little vow renewal. Nice little party. That would Hello. be nice. A dinner. You won't do it. I would consider You're scared. it. You're scared. Why, You're scared. Why, am I, why you would I be scared? You don't know, because that's not the kind of fun you could handle. Oh, I it's can, too much fun. I can handle fun. Right. We do it on non, non-football Sunday, <laughs> make everybody comfortable, not put anyone in jeopardy of anything. All right, RJ, what's your five pack looking like? You've seen his his work on display, too. You have a... He, he was... he uh, Sincerely, he did a very nice job at your wedding. I think you can trust him. Let's start planning this. 20th anniversary Would you party. go? Yeah, if I were old, 20th anniversary, absolutely. Raymond, what? would you go? You're going to have Knicks or Rangers that night. You're not going to go. Listen, if, it, if it's not on, it's in consideration. Okay. <laughs> it's a, only in consideration. Great. He'd consider it if he doesn't have something he has to he do. He doesn't care for I'm you. kind of underselling it. I, I would go. Come okay. on. Don't, don't be a bad guy. Now, how would that work? Would, would I would I receive presents? or how? No. No. What would you receive presents for? Because it's a, we're, we're renewing right, our vows. Right. It's, it's not for presents. Maybe like half half the presents. Like if you're Are you going to make her reread the, uh, the whole taking you in the Giants... Glory and she didn't read that. That was what was presented to her by the rabbi. I'm you, sorry. That's what she was forced to do. You even take him on football like Sunday. Like a hostage. Yeah. No, not a hostage. It's a hostage. She willingly chose it. Maybe we just create like a Louis would put you up on like a like a dais and we just reflect on twenty years. Like somebody And maybe you throw like bad fruits at me? No, somebody could ask you. <laughs> <laughs> like opening up for a QA. A Q and A? Yeah, what the you know what the twenty years have been. No, like. we tried that. W- w- would we you did say that? Sure, he had a segment. It was too depressing. Twenty, to 20 years in, would you say it's mission accomplished? I I think she's the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I stand by that. I think that's true. Yeah, oh, it's clearly uh, true. Or do, or do we anal- or do we have somebody come in and analyze the film and say well, he looked like a slappy, didn't he? You know, something something to that effect. 
We have such a great relationship. <laughs> it's not it's, a it's, healthy place. It's it's so functional and healthy. It's it's remarkable, really. Healthy. Let's put you on a desk so you can throw fruits at me. <laughs> oh, Ray would call you a slappy. Uh, you got you got your five back there. I do. You ready? Yeah. Wes Welker, Texas Tech. Well done. Bang. Brandon Roy. See, you, you confuse me when you skip from sport to sport. I'm sorry. Degenerative knee issue, Brandon Roy. Yeah, I like Brandon Roy's <laughs> yeah. game. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, Washington, University of. Now, let me ask you this. Would mm-hmm. you like that I stick with one sport and then switch? I don't switch? care. It just, it just throws me for a second. DeMarco Murray. Raymond, you should know that he went to Oklahoma, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Andre Miller. Under- University of Utah. Very- Led them to the Final Four yeah. after Keith Van Horn graduated. Very underrated point guard. I thought so. Finally, Lawrence Maroney. The running back from the University of Minnesota. Yeah, Patriot. Maroney. Glad to be him. Do you see what just happened? That was impressive. You, I, I am just smart. It just happened. I am right in front of you. Perfection. You just, you just saw yeah, it. the greatness. I'm a witness. I love it. I mean, that was, that was, it doesn't get better than that. No, it does not. I get Del Schaffner. That was a good one. He had the one, they had the one that took a minute, but besides that. But you're not complaining about that. No. Why would I complain about that? I don't think you can. Spot on. By the way, our boss is stuck on the on a frozen train right now. Well, you know why, though, right? Why he's why? stuck? And I believe this. No, I'm telling you, I believe it. Karma? It might sound, yeah, it might sound crazy. I believe it. You think so? Yeah. Well, he mocked us yesterday. Mm. Mocked us. Frozen switches. Right. So well, he, yesterday, he was like, this yeah, weather's not that yeah, bad. It's not this that bad. not a big deal. Yeah. Look it's, at me. I'm yeah. here. I'm always here. Right. Look at me. And now he's stuck on the train. See? It's karma. It's biting him right in the bottom. Right in the bottom. Right in the bottom. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.